Thanks for listening to another episode of Bantu Book Review. This is your girl, B. Serene, coming to talk to you about our book this week, The Ballad of Black Tom. And when you hear ballad, it makes you think of a song, something nice and sweet, something that sounds good. This is not that. (laughs) This is not that at all. It's not a pretty song. It's a horrible song. What is it? Is it cacophony? Is that the word for something that's horrible? Define cacophony. Cacophony means a harsh discordant mixture of sounds. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. And also, don't be like me, right? This is strange, I know. But the name Tom is off-putting for me. <laughs> because I feel like there are just too many bad associations with Tom. There's Peeping Tom, Uncle Tom, Tom Foolery. I'm sure there are more things that I can't think of right now, but this is different. It's Black Tom. Black Tom with an emphasis on the black part. So it's it's a little bit different than the average Tom. And I know there are exceptions to Tom, but in general, I proceed with caution when a person chooses to call themselves Tom. You know what I mean? I'd rather you call yourself Thomas or whatever the extended form of Tom is. Tomothy, whatever it is. But yeah, the Ballad of Black Tom is, is not a it's not a pretty story. It's not a happy, funny story. It is a cacophony of of nonsense. Okay? But it, it really is good. So let me talk about how it made me feel. Our emotionally intelligent words of the day are nervous, anxious, jittery. This story made me feel frightened. It was menacing and deeply upsetting and very triggering. Um, so yeah, man, that, that's how it made me feel. But it was really good. Like I said, um, it made me feel panicked. It was a creepy story. Um, the genre specifically is, um, horror. I think the author called it literary horror. And I was nervous and paranoid. Um, this doesn't sound good, but all of the feelings amounted to a deep appreciation for the work. Um, and I'm really glad that I read it. So let's get into hate it or love it. I was watching an interview and in this interview, the author was describing how and why the novel came to be. Long story longer. The Bout of Black Tom is a protest novel that was actually written in response to what was originally a racist and xenophobic story. Um, so yeah, the it was some nonsense. And Victor Lavelle said, you know what? I got something for you. I'm going to make something better. Um, and he did exactly that. He reworked the story and the Ballad of Black Tom is written on his own terms, on his own turf in New York City. And it's written from the vantage point of a person who has an insider's view of the original community that was written about before. So the Red Hook community um, was discussed in the original work. And Red Hook is a place with... Yo, I'm getting deja vu. This is crazy. I feel like I've discussed this before. That's weird. 
okay let me move on because like i said this was a creepy ass story so i'm not gonna dwell too much on <laughs> feeling like i've been here before um but yes the the original work was written by hp lovecraft couldn't tell you what the original work was called because i'm not gonna read it knowing that it was racist and xenophobic however the person who was writing about the community of red hook was not a person who was from there he didn't appreciate the people who lived there worked there played there um um and so you know he just had a, a very hateful approach to describing those people based on his own hateful views and and the ways that he'd internalized racism and, and all the other terrible things that a person who has those kinds of views has internalized victor lavelle however created a protagonist charles thomas tester who is a part of the community and because he lives there his perspective is different um and we get an in intimate perspective into into what it what it looks like what what the community feels like what it sounds like um and in this story tommy makes a way out of no way and he's responding to 1920s america as a black man um and all that that means we can make a lot of informed guesses about the kinds of um forces that he's coming up against in his environment and you would be absolutely correct <laughs> to assume that yes there is the racism and hostility and all the all the nonsense all the things um but like i said tommy's responding to these issues um the apparitions in the form of police officers and gentrifiers and other abusers who are at once indifferent to him as a person as a human being uh, but also terrified of that same person that they don't regard in the way that they regard themselves um and so yeah he's tommy's relatively sane given the circumstances he's as sane as he can be um and his environment calls on him to be hyper conscious of people and the energy that they bring to his world because unfortunately although they are not always a part of communities they do affect the community that he's a part of um and so he has to navigate that hostile environment but he makes a, a way out of no way um and he's going through life but he gets sucked into this other world so in this story all that hatred that bigotry collides with magic and sorcery and these things are living and breathing elements in the story that the reader has to contend with that tom has to contend with so it's good it really is good um and the story also deals with something called cosmic horror horror cosmic horror which is not something that i knew about so i did a little bit of research just to get an understanding of it and what i gathered was that cosmic horror is essentially the idea that in the grand scheme of the universe humans our tiny affairs our little problems the things that we obsess about are virtually insignificant which appeals to me that idea um because i kind of get the feeling at times when i'm not caught up in the humdrum and monotony of life that we are wasting our time with a lot of the things that we kind of go crazy over um but yeah whenever i get carried away with those thoughts 
of the universe and existentialism, the unknown, the reality of the world today just kind of comes knocking. You know what I mean? You can't escape that. Um, I always get back to the world as we know it. The shit show, cesspool, and hot mess that is America specifically with its constant surveillance and assault on black people and black communities by others. People who don't really see us or know us in any of the important ways and they don't regard our humanity in, in the important ways. So The Ballad of Black Tom is a story that gives us an avenue for the consequences to these intrusions and violations. Um, and I, I appreciated the perspective. In the same interview, um, the author is discussing at some point how he came to love horror as a genre. And it was really interesting to me. He says that he grew up in a chaotic environment that was kind of unpredictable. It was unsafe. And what was strange and interesting is that that feeling of like anxiety and feeling afraid was something that he got comfortable with because it was so familiar and it was so common and so much a part of his day-to-day -day reality. Um, and so he kind of sought that same emotion. He wanted to feel that when he was reading. So he read scary stories um, to kind of feel the terror and the dread that he had gotten used to. And I can't relate at all. <laughs> I hate feeling afraid. I really do. When I was younger, much like Victor, I was drawn to books and reading for the same reason of like escaping the chaos. But I didn't want to escape the chaos of my home to like be afraid in a book. I, I was looking for something different in the books that I read. Uh, but it made me curious why he would want to feel, Victor, why Victor would want to feel, or anybody, feel the feelings that they were trying to escape in real life, um, specifically like horror um, and anxiety. And it got me to thinking about the fact that in books, horror and terror is different than in reality because in reality like it's so up and down and you don't know where things will go you don't know if you'll be okay you don't know how things will turn out and that vulnerability is terrifying and there's no end to that terror whereas in a book at some point the story ends and that ending is relief in a sense even if it's not a happy ending or a nice ending it does end at some point it's over um and and maybe that was like a a way to solve the problem and deal with the issue of of anxiety or terror but yeah that was so interesting to me it made me wonder um and uh yeah just it it was it was a walk down memory lane for me to think about like my love for reading and how that came to be so i just want to shout out all the readers and the writers out there no matter how or why we began these journeys journeys um shout out to y'all books have been for me exactly what i have needed in some of the most important moments of my life um whether i was heartbroken crying my eyes out and needed encouragement or terrified and needed a safe haven um yeah, books have been so much to me, so much more than words on a page, um, so much more than like a made up world that is of no consequence. Um, so yeah, man, the feedback loop between writers and readers is so clutch. 
shout out to all of y'all. Moving on to the so what. Um, I was reading this book and everything just felt so familiar. Of course, like the, the, the book concerns like magic and sorcery. So things are like fantastic and like otherworldly and crazy and really you got to read it. It's, it's very good. But at the same time, the, the familiar was always there. Like at some point, Tom has reached his wits end. And I just know the look that was on his face when he had gotten to the edge and beyond the edge, even where the shit that he's continuing with is just beyond reason. You can't fathom it. Um, And I felt like I knew the way that his friend looked at him and, and tried to help him and bring him back from, from that edge and from that brink of, of deranged and crazy as hell. Because so many, too many of us know, know that look. We know what crazy looks like on an ordinary day. Black people do this thing sometimes, a lot of times. Uh, we do this thing to one another where we kind of prod each other along each time we're confronted with this something, some some grave injustice. Somebody's violated us in some way. Somebody has attacked us. Somebody has harmed us. And we try to quiet the people among us who cannot get past it. They cannot push forward until the next assault or injustice because there's always a next time. You know what I mean? Um... And I think the people who prod those people along mean well. Um, We do it out of a sense of protectiveness. Um, We do it to keep ourselves together, to tame that thing within ourselves that can't move on and can't get past it. Um, And I don't know who's right in those moments. I don't know which side is right. The side where people are like, move on and rebuild or the people who want to fight. Because it is true that, you know, your rage can consume you to the point of destruction of self and others and everything around you. And I think sometimes that's the point to just destroy everything. Maybe that's the point. And and I don't know um, which side is right, like I said. But what I do know is that Victor Lavelle has a very powerful voice. And what I most appreciated about this story um, was just the sense of intimacy and the proximity to the people and the communities that he was writing about. Um, because I felt close to them while I was reading and his own shared living experiences uh, really come through uh, and make the story all the more powerful and intimate like I said so yes shout out this is the end I'm wrapping it up with the shout out shout out to Victor Lavelle for this story the Ballad of Black Tom his other creative works as well which I will definitely be reading um, but I also wanted to mention that this book was optioned by NBC and Victor Lavelle insisted on retaining creative control by being a writer a screenwriter and a co-executive producer when the book is ultimately adapted for television and I really Excuse me. I really appreciate that. I think that's so important. That creative control is critical because with him executing his original vision for this story, the message and the purpose will not be lost. 
on on us um and and that's just that's so important so shout out to victor shout out to yadan israel who's the interviewer and the interview that i referenced he has a lit platform um and he also has what is called the literary swag book club at lit swag book club and also a literary swag movement doing awesome things with that so shout out to him and finally shout out to martinelli's apple juice which is <laughs> um, something that they drink during the interview i love martinelli's it's so good it's the best apple juice okay there's nothing better so shout out to martinelli's and also y'all hit me up on social media until the next time at bantu book review i will catch you next time